and welcome to another episode of Bible Podlets. I'm Sunny. And I'm Cher. We're so happy that you've joined us. Bible Podlets is a Bible study and discussion podcast for all ages, which works equally well at home or in children's groups at church. We encourage you to listen together and to pause the episode if you can, so that you're able to talk about the stories and questions that will come up. And to help you, all of our activity and discussion questions for this and all the other episodes can be downloaded from the resources area of our website, bdeducation.org.uk. Hey, Cher, I have a question for you. Oh, what's that? If you were to be a superhero, which one would you be? Hmm, I think I would probably go for um, Wasp from the Marvel franchise. How come? Well, I can't decide whether I would be Spider-Man or Iron Man, because I think they have the best superpowers. (laughs) Well, if we're basing this on which are the best superpowers, then that's a completely different question. What superpowers would you like to have then? Oh, I think I would like to have the power to be invisible. Oh, interesting. Any reason why? Well, I just think you could kind of sneak around and um, through being invisible, you could then create an advantage between you and the bad guys. Uh, And I just think it'd be handy for other general things in life as well. Like getting out of doing the washing up and... That kind of thing. You would get out of doing the washing up by turning invisible. I'm not here. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm sure there'd be loads of our listeners who'd be like, yeah, I'm not tidy in my bedroom because I'm invisible. Nobody knows I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it about Spider-Man and um, what was your other one? Iron Man. Iron Man. What, what is it about their superpowers then that you think that they're the best? Okay. I like Spider-Man because... Like, he's like fearless and he like, I love the web swinging. Yeah. Even though I'm like really scared of heights, if I could do that, that'd be amazing. Yeah, it would. That'd be super cool. But then Iron Man, he's like really smart and he makes things and I like making things and I wish I was smart enough to make the things that Iron Man could make. So Yeah, because Iron Man is a, is a superhero because of his own... Kind of brain his superpowers are all like self-created aren't they yeah well, he's pretty cool hmm i wonder what superpowers everyone listening would like to have yes i wonder you know someone in our news story today had a superpower what like they could fly or something i don't remember anything like that happening in the bible no they had the power of super confidence ah i see Although I'm not really sure what great things can be achieved with super confidence. Well, you might change your mind after you've heard what happened. Well, I'm curious now. Let's listen to the news and find out all about it. It's large against small. Warrior versus greed. Giant against child. Who will win between David and Goliath? And where away? Oh, it's unbelievable! Just one shot and the underdog has won! 
We have just witnessed the incredible clash between David Shepherd and Goliath, a trained warrior, which will certainly go down as one of the greatest battles of all time. Joining me now is David after this astonishing victory. David, I bet you're even more shocked than the rest of us that you pulled off this amazing triumph. Actually, no, I'm not shocked at all. What? You were confident of winning even though you had a massive list of disadvantages. What disadvantages? I have the Lord on my side. It was clearly Goliath who was at the disadvantage. No one has any chance against a living God. I knew as soon as I heard Goliath defy the armies of Israel that God would use me to defeat him and serve my people. Well, you certainly confident in your God. Tell me, how did you come to respond to Goliath's challenge? Well, I was back in Bethlehem looking after my sheep when my father, Jesse, asked me to take food to my brothers who were on the battle lines. So I went, and that's when I heard about Goliath saying that if one of King Saul's men could fight him and win, the Philistines would become our slaves. I went to King Saul and told him that I would go and face Goliath and defeat him, but he wasn't so sure about it. For obvious reasons, I imagine. You're small, he's ginormous, you're a shepherd and... He's a trained warrior. Yes, but I explained to him that I had killed bears and lions looking after my sheep back home. And if God had helped me to win those fights, he would help me to defeat Goliath. Saul tried to give me his armour and weapons, but they were too big and heavy and they got in the way. I needed something that I was more familiar with. So I grabbed some pebbles from the stream nearby for my sling and the rest is history. Well, however it happened, we have witnessed what I'm sure will become one of the most iconic fights in history. Congratulations, David. There you have it. An amazing contest, extraordinary confidence and a true underdog victory. That's all from me and we'll see you again next time. One of the most famous stories in the Bible told there in true Bible pilot style. We're going to talk together about what we've heard and ask some questions. And we'd encourage you to pause the podcast if you can and talk about your answers together. Now, before we talk about David's story together, I think it's important to give you a little bit of background information. You may remember someone called Hannah from our second episode this series. Hannah kept her promise to God that if he was to give her a son, she would give him back to God to be his servant. Well, Hannah's son was called Samuel and he went on to become a prophet. And one day God told him to anoint someone to become the next king of Israel. Anointing means to give a blessing, to make someone or something holy. God told Samuel to go to Bethlehem and anoint one of Jesse's sons and that turned out to be David the shepherd. After he was anointed by Samuel, David started spending time with King Saul, playing music for him and looking after his armour, whilst also looking after his father's flock of sheep. He was back and forth all the time. Once, when David was in Bethlehem looking after the sheep, the Philistines came to Israel with a great army. Not only did the Philistines have a great army, 
they also have their massive champion fighter, Big G. You mean Goliath, right? Yeah, the Big G. Anyway, Big G had a challenge for the whole Israelite army. We've come to our first question for today. What was the challenge Goliath made to the Israelites? The question again, what was the challenge Goliath made to the Israelites? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. Big G said to the whole Israelite army that they should send out their best warrior to fight him one-on-one. If he won, then all the Israelites would become the Philistine slaves. But if the Israelite warrior won, he and the Philistine army would become their slaves. But instead of sending out their best warrior, the whole Israelite army were terrified and stayed where they were. They knew about Goliath's size and reputation for being very mean. No one wanted to fight him. Not to mention no one wanted to have to get near his smelly armpits. His smelly armpits? Where did you get that from? Well, I just thought he's a, he's a big guy, so he might be smelly. Okay. Anyway, back to the story. David's father, Jesse, sent David to the battle with food for his brothers who were in the army. When David got there, he heard about Goliath's challenge. We've come to our next question for today. How did David react when he heard about Goliath's challenge? The question again, how did David react when he heard about Goliath's challenge? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. David was angry that Goliath was insulting God and his people. He asked around the people to see what would be done to the person who could defeat Goliath. Word of this reached King Saul and he asked for David to come and see him. David told King Saul that he could go out and fight Goliath, but Saul wasn't convinced that David could win. Here's our next question for today. Why did Saul doubt David's ability to kill Goliath? The question again, why did Saul doubt David's ability to kill Goliath? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. King Saul didn't think David could kill Goliath because he was just a boy and Goliath was a trained and experienced warrior. Also, the Bible tells us that Goliath was more than nine feet tall. So what chance could he have? But David reminded Saul that he had killed bears and the lions with his bare hands whilst protecting his sheep. Yes, David said that defeating Goliath would be no different from defending the sheep from the bears and lions that he had killed. Oh, burn! (laughs) King Saul was convinced, and he offered David his own armour and sword to use in the fight. But they were too big for David, and he wasn't used to them. So, David said no thank you to Saul, and decided to make his own preparations for the face-off. Here is our next question. How did David prepare himself, and how did he beat Goliath? The question again. How did David prepare himself and how did he beat Goliath? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on.
David got his sling and went down to a nearby stream. He picked up five smooth stones and went to meet Goliath on the battlefield. David ran at Goliath and flung a stone at him with his sling. It hit Goliath right between the eyes and he fell face down on the floor. David had defeated Goliath without needing to use a sword. When the Philistine army saw Goliath had been killed, they ran away and the Israelite army chased after them. Throughout this story, David had confidence that Goliath could be defeated, even though everyone around him had doubts. We've come to our last question for today. What gave David the confidence to take on Goliath? The question again, what gave David the confidence to take on Goliath? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. David trusted in God so much that he was willing to put himself in harm's way. He believed that he could win the battle in the name of the Lord. God was with David throughout all of this and gave him the strength to beat Goliath and save the Israelites from the Philistine army. Sometimes we go through difficulties in life which seem too big for us to handle, but God can help us get through them so we can win these personal battles. Do you believe in God as much as David did? Do you have confidence that God can help you win your personal battles when they seem too big? God is bigger than all of your battles. He can give you the confidence to face them and he can help you win them. All you need to do is pray and ask God to be by your side. If you're not sure how to do this, then ask your adult to help you. Oh my goodness, David really did have the power of super confidence. Yeah, and with that power, he managed to achieve something that no one thought was possible. Yep, and all because he put his trust in God. I wonder what everyone watching the battle was thinking. Speaking of battles, I have a great game for us to play today. It's called David and Goliath Battleships. Oh, that sounds like it could be fun. How do we play? Well, I have prepared a grid for us to use and if you want to play along at home you'll find this in the discussion notes or you can make your own. So all we need to do is decide which square on our grids we are going to place our own Goliath. Then we'll start shooting our pebbles by taking it turns at picking squares to see who hits the other person's Goliath first. Okay, so let's each secretly decide where to put Goliath on our own grids. Right, are you done? I'm done. Excellent. Do you want to shoot first? I will do, right, off we go. I'm going to shoot first at B1. Missed him. Uh, B2. Miss. Uh, C3. Miss. Um, C2. Miss. A1 Miss B1 Miss B3 Miss B3 Miss B2 Miss A2 Miss Oh 
C2. Oh, no, you got him. Yay. Oh, you got my Goliath. <laughs> Very good. Well done. Brilliant. Well, neither of us managed to defeat Goliath using our first shot like David did, though, did we? Uh, no, he didn't. How awesome is it that God enabled David to defeat the huge warrior Goliath with just one small stone? Well, hopefully we won't ever have to go into a physical battle, but maybe we all now have a bit more confidence to face our battles or giants that we come across in life. Yeah, like Captain Super David. Mm, okay, well, on that note, uh, I think that's all we've got time for today, but... How did you get on with our David and Goliath Battleships game? And what superpower did you think you'd like to have when we were discussing it earlier on in the episode? You can tell us via our social media accounts. We are on Facebook at BDBE Updates and on Twitter at BDB of E. And you can find all of our previous episodes of Bible Podlets and free discussion notes for each of those to use in children's groups at church on our website at bdeducation.org.uk. Well, that's all from us for this episode, but we hope to see you again next time. Bye! Thanks for listening to Bible Podlets. It was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was written by David Harris and Sarah Earnshaw and produced by David Harris. It was voiced by Sarah Earnshaw, Lindsay Wright and David Harris with additional voices by Max Earnshaw. Bible Podlet is a free resource. For more resources, connect with us on social media, on Facebook at BDBE Updates, on Twitter at BDBOE, or on our website, bdeducation.org.uk. Bible Podlets is a Bible study and discussion podcast for all ages, which works equally well. How long? How many times have I said this line? Like, <laughs> so many times. We've come to our last question for today. What gave David? What Dave? Dave? Dave gave it. Dave gave. Dave gave it. Dave gave it. Gave David. Dear me. Hang on a minute. There's definitely something funny going on here. Like what? Well, I've noticed that in every episode of Bible Podlets, you two have different names. I don't know what you're talking well, about. I, mean, I don't know. Hmm. There's definitely a reason for it, and I'm sure there's a link but what could it be? We'll leave you to ponder on that one. Perhaps our listeners can help. If you can connect the dots and guess the thing that links the names that our presenters have used in this series, you can be in with a chance of joining me on the news in a future episode of Bible Podlets. You can get in touch via our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, babes, at BDBE Updates and on Twitter at BDBOE. So, get your thinking caps on, Hans, and tell me what you believe the link is between their names each week. <laughs>